Welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Luat, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. We are teaching on, on the youth and all of us, the message will profit all of us. The topic for our message is young men, young women, purpose to love the Lord. Make a decision to love Jesus. Amen. Isaiah 43 verse 19. It says, Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I'll even make a road in the wilderness and a river in the desert. The Lord will make a way for you. And uh, here the Bible gives us the understanding as a, it says, behold, I do a, a new thing. It's possible that God can do a new thing in your life. And it's possible that God will bless you and prosper you. Hallelujah. And uh, it gives us that understanding. It says, it will spring forth. Even though it takes time, it will come true. And it says, I'll make a road in the wilderness where people say it's not possible. This cannot be done. The Lord says, I will do it. And thirdly there, He says, I will make a river in the desert. Even where people say it's dry, John the Baptist survived in a dry land. You will survive as well. I said you will prosper as well. I said you will break through as well. In the name of Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. We're talking about young men, young women. Purpose, make a decision to serve Jesus. Make a decision to love the Lord. Uh, 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, But we all with unveiled face, beholding us in the mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Now here we see, the Lord is saying, the things that we look at, they change and transform us. And so we spoke a little bit today about how TV has power to influence our life. But we just discovered and realized there's something more powerful than television. It's called smartphone. And our small gadgets, people are watching television on demand. They are watching the things that you think they will not watch. One of my, the last born, I'm told, he said to the sister, it was 8 o'clock, time to go and sleep. But she still wanted to watch something on an on a, on a, uh, iPad. And she said to the sister, please, let's get earring, earphones, so that daddy doesn't hear us. You know, he will not hear the noise. He will think I'm still sleeping. But we are watching. We're enjoying ourselves. Now, the greatest danger is that the things you look at, they will change your life. The things you look at, they will transform your life. The things that you consistently look at, you will transform into it. If you are watching pornography... What do you think will happen with you? You'll start to manifest it. You'll start to do what? Even when you are in church, it will manifest. Yes. These things that we do, that we think are far, will be shocked. They are not that far. May the Lord have mercy. God is a God of a second chance. But your life doesn't have the opportunity to be replayed. You only have one shot at your life. Can you tell your neighbor you have one shot at your life? 
Yeah. Only one time you have that one shot and that's it. You can't have it again. Somebody this week said to me, when we were talking, he said to me, oh, I thought you were old. I, I thought, I, I said to her, how old do you think I am? I thought you were young. I said, then how young do I think? And she said, you are 45. And I was happy. I said, let's keep it that way. <laughs> Between us, I'll never tell you my full age so that you, are, you live with this mindset, I'm young. It's only a wish in my head. I'm old. Is that fine? Yes, I was happy. He cut my ears so much. Say, hey, I wish I could wind my time back. Because now I'm wiser. There are certain things I will not do. If I was given a chance again. If tomorrow I wake up and I'm 20. I tell you, you people, you wish you were me. Because I'll still have the same mind. But I looked at it and I said, I wish I was 45. But 45 has passed a long time. Imagine somebody. Your life, you only have one shot to it. Your life is fragile, handled with care. Can you tell your neighbor, your life is fragile. Handled with care. Most of us are thinking we have, we are in charge of it. We think we are powerful. You'll be shocked. Madness is not far from you. Yes, you can be sick and all your wisdom not work. We got, we got a notice of one of the profound uh, entrepreneurs in our country. They said he's got old timers. He announced it that he's resigning from, from his company. The owner of Capitec. He doesn't only own Capitec. He owns a lot of companies. He's a multi-millionaire. You know what old timers do to you? You forget. You, you might forget your children. Can you imagine you come home? Hey, daddy, daddy. and say, who are you? You cannot remember. He's at the mercy of others. Even though he owns so much, there will be a time he cannot even remember what, what belongs to him. We'll have to have a full-time nurse, somebody who loves him and cares for him. Painful. You only have one shot. Can't you tell your neighbor you only have one shot? Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. We're talking about the young men, young woman, purpose to love the Lord. Make the decision. I'm going to love the Lord. Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. He says, but Daniel purpose in his heart that he will not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies. No, with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. The word we are looking at is the word defile or defilement. Daniel said to the king, I don't want to defile myself. Now, Daniel was in the most powerful position. There were benefits or perks that accrued to him. But he said to the eunuch, I don't, because the Jews were not eating pork or food offered to idols. Most of us, our animals, when we slaughter them, we offer them to idols. The, the chicken you eat is offered to idols. The one that you bought from ShopRite. I know you don't believe it. The beef you eat is halal. You can go and check it. It has got the stem. Your margarine is halal. Food offered to idols. Look at you. <laughs> Food offered to what? 
Idols. Your chicken, the chicken, the 2 kg that you like. Go and check it. You'll see. They'll tell you it was slaughtered according to certain rites. So before they offered it, they had to speak to it that we are offering you according to. We grew up with animals at home. No animal died without us talking to it. Yes, because we worship ancestors. His blood was our medium. So animal will not just die naturally. The blood is a medium. So you don't just kill animals and not take the privilege. But in somebody. Tell your neighbor you have one shot to life. Yeah. So Daniel purpose in his heart. He said to the king, I will not defile myself. So Daniel says, I will eat vegetables. I will eat fruits. I will drink water. While my friends will, all, will eat all the meat they can find. They will eat all uh, the things that are offered on the king's table. He says, I will not do it. Because I don't want the things that this food is offered to come to come into me. Because you invoke the spirit of the things you worship. When you sit down and you do your madlozy thing, you are, you are invoking the spirits. I know for you, you might say, ah, it's a casual thing. <laughs> There's nothing casual about life. You are only the one who's casual. So, when Daniel said that, what was he really saying? It was not only the food that we are talking about. You know, in the book of Esther, the Bible tells us that the king called for his wife to come and dance. Eh? And he says, I want him to dance naked. I think the, the wife must have been a pole dancer of some sort. He must have been a very good dancer in the private space. And the king said, bring, bring the queen to come and dance. So Daniel was saying, I will not defile myself with the king's privileges. Can you imagine if you, you are working in the king's quarters? All the girls every year, they come for read dance. Can you imagine? Eh? Read dance. And you are the right hand. You are working with the king. All these virgins, lots of them. Do you think they leave them alone? No. Uh, 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 uh. We have a word in my language. We have a word, but I will not use it. You will feel it's not for the church. But we have a word. When girls come to the king, that what they are bringing. They can come with their reason, whatever. That's not what we're interested. The king is not interested, you know. You must come and dance. And the king will be watching. And then after that, he will pick up somebody. Hallelujah. May you be picked at well in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, number one, we have got six points, then I will be done. Number one. Daniel delighted in the Lord. He purposed in his heart. He will not defile himself. Psalm 119, verse 16, he says, I delight myself in your statute. I will not forget your word. Some people forget the word of God. But Daniel says, I will not forget. He resolved and he made up his mind. The first part of defilement, moral defilement. You can defile yourself morally. Revelation chapter 14, verse 4 to 5. 
says, these are the ones who were not, uh, these are the ones who were not defiled with women. Do you see it? These are they which were not defiled with women. If you are sitting next to a man and you are a woman, can you tell them, women can defile you? I say, tell your brother and say, women can defile you. Hey, first service was better, second service was better. I think these are old people. Can you tell your neighbor, women can defile you? Yeah. Women can do what? Because the Bible says these are the ones who are not defiled by women. And listen to what it says. It says, not defiled with women, for they were virgins. These were male virgins. They have never slept with a woman. These are the ones who follow the lamb wherever he goes. These were redeemed from among men, being first fruit to God and to the lamb. And in their mouth was found no deceit, for they were without fault before the throne of God. Powerful. What do you think? These brothers, they have not defiled themselves. Can you tell a woman, men can defile you? Men can defile you. Today, life is better. In the days past, when a young girl was getting married, they would want to verify if she's a virgin. Physically, it's not like, oh, no. When you get married, they want to verify, are you a virgin? Hmm? Are you what? Most of us here won't qualify. Are you what? Can you ask your neighbor, are you a virgin? (laughs) The sisters are saying, you are are asking a difficult thing. This pastor is impossible. Uh. Young men, young women, purpose to love the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen. These were virgins. We went to a wedding yesterday. The person who was getting married was an A1 brother. Can I have five brothers, please? Can you come quickly? Five. Five. Oh, yeah, there are no brothers. Are you not a brother? Thank you, doctor. Hallelujah. So this, these are A1 brothers. As I touch them, Lord, may you make them A1. In Jesus' name. Now, A1 brother is the one that the Bible tells us. This is a brother who loves Jesus and gives himself. Lissiho said something profound. He said to the woman, when he was giving a reply yesterday, after the wedding, he says, you are the only girl I proposed in my life. He says, the day I saw you in church, I said to God, Prepare for me. And he says, I went, I prayed, and I fasted. Then I came back. And he proposed, and the sister said, yes. So the sister married A1. 
Now, A1, A1 brother, you see how he looks? Do you see how an A1 brother looks? Very innocent. Doesn't know a lot of things. Just loves Jesus. Hey. Now, the, the A1 brothers are very serious. They love Jesus because the Bible tells us, can you put that verse back there? The Bible tells us these are the ones who have not defiled themselves with women. Hallelujah. These are the ones who have not done what? Now, these brothers, can I see the sisters who are 25 and young? Please stand. 25 and young, please stand. Wow. Matoho, please, for my girls. Wow, 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 wow. Powerful. You may take your seat, please. I just wanted you for others to see that. We still have A1 sisters in the church. Okay. These are the, 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 the serious brothers who love Jesus. Now, what will happen is that the brothers, they will try and get married as soon as they have the money. You see? Now, they'll come to the sister, the sisters who were standing. And they'll say to the sister, they don't, this one don't propose. Did you see Tepo? Did you see Tepo? Tepo says, let's take our relationship to the next level. Tepo has no intention. Tepo, he has done that to all the girls in the church. Now, there are Tepos here. Look to your right and look to your left. You might be shocked. So, the A, the A1 brothers, these serious brothers, when they start working, by the way, this is a doctor in it's not Dr. Kumar. They, <laughs> he has gone to school, so it tells you how many years. How many years? Let's leave high school. Uh, more than 10 years. Can you imagine? A1. Now, now listen. Now listen. He has no child with any other person. He's a virgin. Never slept with anyone. These, these are the brothers. Now, the sister, they come and propose you. The proposal, all five of them will propose you possibly in one year or in the two or three years coming. The proposals are on cue. It's like airplane at Johannesburg Airport. They land one. You can go now. You will see how many. You, you go to the top deck. You'll be shocked how many planes are landing at the same time. Every two, three minutes. And they have got different landing. Local and international. All of them are landing at the same time. So now, that's what is happening with our sisters. I want you to get married. This I'm, I'm doing this example. When you turn 25 or 30, you can go and see my three brothers. The other brothers are married now. The only option that is left is two out of the many who were proposing you. I know you don't like it, but I'm a father. I'm trying to help you. The pool of those who propose you is getting smaller as you grow old. So your pretty face should not deceive you. 
Listen, all, all the brothers who propose you in the church, they want to marry you. It's not like, oh, Tepo, let's take it to the next level. You know, show me what you have and I'll show you what I have. So, now, by the time you reach state 35 foot, you can go and sit. Nobody's here. You'll, five years, ten years, no proposal. It doesn't matter how you shake it. <laughs> Nobody is interested because nobody's left. All the men who could marry you are married. No, it's true. I'm, I'm being honest with you. I married very young. I'm 29 years married today. 29 years. I'm going for my date. I'll make a party. I'll invite you. But listen, listen. This is serious. It's a serious issue. Don't always, when you say no, don't forget. You have just said no to loneliness. You have just said no to be by yourself. That's fine. What am I saying to all the young women? If you always pass, I know a person who has been proposed by 10 people in the church here. 10. She's still not married. Zero. No, no more options. Because all the brothers who proposed moved on. Your pretty face, it will remain. You can, you can top it up with red lips and uh, uh, powder and makeup. Am I talking to somebody? Young men, young women. Make the decision to love the Lord. All the brothers who want to marry you are at your age. After a certain time, they won't be there. You'll come to church. Pastor, pray for me. I'll pray for you. The options, widowers, when somebody's wife has died, the door will open for you. And we will pray for you. No, it's a true story. It's not a joke. I'm not joking. I want you to get married. I want you to make the right choice. I don't want you to make the mistake. And then, sometimes the A brother might be divorced because he married a wild girl. Yes. Or the A sister married a wild boy. I don't know if you get it. Then you are shocked. That time, that's the only time another door is open for you. Every year you'll be praying, is there somebody who's dying? May, <laughs> may, may the husband die. <laughs> may the wife die so that they can marry me. Does it make sense? Can you tell your sister who's sitting next to you, pastor is talking to you. Listen. The, the other groups that are delaying is because of black text. You know black text. You graduate, your mother doesn't have a house. 
your parents are struggling, you graduate, you start working, help them to build a house, and all of that. You do have brothers like that who will take their children, their, their, their junior brothers and sisters to school while they are working. Don't fall prey and say, let me take, as a girl, let me take care of my parents first. Talk to the boy. I need to take care of my parents, but I want to get married as well. Let text might delay the brother to get married. Because some of us had to take care of our parents before we take care of ourselves. Does it make sense? But some of the brothers, they've slept with everybody else. They are wild. Some sisters have slept with everybody else. If, if you don't love yourself, you'll think, you'll, you'll think, oh, I will get away with it. Most adults, they can't remember the people they slept with. Now we are, if, if today we were to say go and count, even at your young age, go and count the people you slept with. You can't remember them. Prove it. Okay, nobody wants to prove it. It's fine. <laughs> but listen, this is a serious issue. Immorality, we are talking about moral defilement. Immorality is everywhere. If, if we were to ask, if we were to ask that you go and do blood tests, and your father, your father says, let's do blood test. I'm not sure if all these children are mine. Most families will be destroyed. That's how wild we are. If as a young woman you don't believe what I'm saying, you'll then have a sugar daddy. You'll have to be in a adulterous relationship. You'll start to have to conform and say, I'm a Mutuana, you see, we allow more than one man, to, one woman, one man, or I'm a Kosa, I'm a Zulu, you know. We can, I can have one husband with five wives. When you reach a certain age, you live in joint churches that tells you, uh, we will organize for you. You can, you can be number two, number three, number four, number five. You've gone quiet, but I take it you are listening. Does it make sense? Immorality is, is with us and is within us. We have to fight it with everything we have. That's why I said, even if we were to test if we are the same people, in the, in the same family, you'll be shocked. You might not be the son of your father. I hope you are hearing. Can you tell your neighbor, we must fight immorality. Immoral defilement. Yes, that's what. Proverbs 6, 26. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 26. Immorality will reduce you to a loaf of bread. It says, for by means of a harlot, by a prostitute, a man is reduced to a crust of bread. Young men, go and sleep around. You know, there are men who have told themselves they are Casanovas. They sleep anywhere with anything that moves. Every scare that passes is them. You will not go too far. Yeah, the choice you are making, there are things that are going to grow inside of you. You are going to marry an A1 brother. You are going to marry an A1 sister. A girl who loves the Lord, but because it's not as wild, you won't find satisfaction. 
You know, Delilah is a different spirit. Yeah. The girl in the world will do things on a man until a man is shocked. Is it possible? A man who doesn't know God, who's wild, will do things on a woman that a woman will wonder what a beast of a man. I'm not talking sexual enjoyment, going beyond. We look innocent, but we are not. Am I talking to somebody? The greatest enemy of the church is hypocrisy. Looking righteous. Looking great. You know, putting on a suit, looking. Everybody, when they look at you, they say, this guy is great. And maybe the guy is great. But defilement is what will destroy our life. Daniel made the decision, I will not defile myself. That's what I'm saying to the young woman. When a young guy comes, he's serious. He doesn't propose you like Tepo to say, you know, let's get into part B of our relationship. And you know, we've been together. By the way, people are in a relationship in one day and they sleep together. We meet now. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. And then the following day in the morning, you're waking up on my bed. Eh? Wow. What a shock. <laughs> Amazing. 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 Defilement. By means of a halot, a man will reduce himself to a crust of bread. An adulteress will prey upon his precious life. You will lose your life. Most men have no life. Those who have been sleeping around, no more life. They are finished. Their life has been reduced to a loaf, loaf of bread. I always say to a woman, should a man pregnate you, get a very good lawyer. Take him to court and skin him life. Make him to pay for the child from the child. When the child sneezes, when you use your tissue, like in hospital, you need to note it, a tissue has been used. When the child uh, wastes the napkin, you write, the napkin has been wasted. The guy must pay through his nose. He must pay until he's like a twig. You know, a twig, a dry. Most men are like twigs. Many years ago, we had a, 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 a young man, somebody who wanted to marry a young, a, a one girl in the church. And I told the girl, I said, this guy has no money. Yet Ganeshi orders child maintenance on his payslip. Lots of them, not one. Been sleeping around. I say, what are you going to do? You are going to support this guy. But you see, when a woman gets in love, you have lost the plot. You see, when a girl falls in love, something happens. She, the, the boy replaces the, the authority of the father. When the father says to the girl, do this, the girl is listening to the boy. That's why some of the girls will jump through the window and disappear. Hey, praise the Lord. I see, I, I see you are not happy. Number three, Daniel chose to follow the righteous path. He anchored himself in the word to direct himself. Psalm 119 verse 105. It says, the, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Now, there is another defilement. We spoke about moral defilement. The second 
The second defilement is the words we speak. Defilement through words and thoughts. Defilement through words. You can be defiled. You come into a company of people who speak evil. When you are in their company, by the time you leave, you are defiled yourself. You are messed up inside because the things they have said, they have upset your person. I've been in a company of people like that. People will, will start talking about women or men. Men are like this. Men are like this. Women are like this. I ask one man, I say, if women are like is your mother like that? When people say women are evil, they do this, you must start. Is your mother evil? If he raised you, nest you for free. Is he evil? Are women evil? And then he will come to the girlfriend. Women are like this. I'm like, you ask them, is your mother evil? Is your wife? I say, my wife is not and my mother is not. So don't generalize. When somebody says, oh, the men are like this. You must tell them, which men are you talking about? Is it your father? Oh, I understand you have got brothers. It is your brothers. Are they that evil? Because what they do, they set up a tone in your mind to have mistrust. To start thinking, every man is like that, every woman is like that. No, that's not true. So words and thoughts can defile you. The book of Matthew 15 verse 11. Jesus was speaking here. Just not what goes into the mouth defiles the man. He was talking to Jews. The Jews were on Jesus according to the law of Moses. They were below Christianity. Most of you are still fighting about do we eat pig or pork? Both is the same. In my language, I was saying pig. They called me to order. They said, we don't eat pork. <laughs> we don't eat pig, we eat pork. You know, they were explaining that there's a difference between pig and pork. For me, I said it's the same. They say pig is living and pork is the meat. So we eat. <laughs> so so, so we don't eat the pig, but we eat the pork. Listen. You are, you are fighting for things that have no value. Jesus was talking to them and saying, you cannot be fighting. He says to them, but what comes out of the mouth defiles the men. So they were trying to hold Jesus according to the custom of Moses. He says, your Christianity is far below the level. If any church says we don't eat pork or we don't eat pig meat, you should know they are still far, too far from Christianity. Because the Bible, Jesus was, it's Jesus who was speaking. That they say they are worshipping. Jesus says, the food we eat cannot defile us. You bring the pig, we will eat it. Whatever meat that they say is not eaten, we will eat it. We will pray over it and eat it. Is that fine? So he was saying to them, the things that defile it's not what you eat, but it's what comes out of your mouth. The book of Proverbs says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The things you speak, people say, oh, I didn't mean it. No, you are lying. What you said comes deeply from your heart. What you said is you. I said, what you are saying, it's you. Don't turn back and say, no, I didn't mean it. Ah, Etzepo, we know you meant it. When you say second level, let's take our relationship. It's not, oh, I was joking, baby. If the girl was to say, to hell with you, take your way, I'm taking mine. 
Tepo will suddenly say, no, you didn't understand. I didn't mean that. Verse 18. Jesus was talking about this. He says, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart. They defile the men. For out of the heart proceed one evil thoughts. Most of us suffer from evil thoughts. Evil thoughts. I was saying to some young men and young women, God against having sex with yourself with your evil thoughts. Evil thoughts will make you to do things that naturally are not acceptable. May the Lord have mercy. Evil thoughts, murderers, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies, are the things which defile a man but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man so you cannot be defiled by not washing your hands like other people do or by eating a specific kind of meat that people say is not eating Jesus was setting the bar too high to say you cannot judge people by what they eat but you can judge them by what they say we have a saying in my language that a cow you hold it by the horn and a person, you hold him by the tongue. The things he spoke gives us the ability to hold them responsible. May the Lord have mercy. So what are we saying? God against your words being defiled. God against being in a company. Don't allow yourself to be a gossip machine. To allow others to defile you. To allow others to do what? Defile you. Defilement is like who wants water? This is clean water. Who will mind to drink my water? This is clean. Can you come and taste it? <laughs> what? You attended the previous service. No, this is clean. This is clean. It's not yet defiled. Okay. The water is clean. But let's say... I decide to defile it. I know you are coming. You are coming to ask for water. Okay. You want to drink water? Why don't you want to drink my water now? Huh? Huh? It's not right. When, when you are defiled, you are just like this. Defilement makes you detestable. When we go around, sleeping around, doing all of... That's why we say, make the decision to love the Lord. No one is perfect. Jesus said, let him who has no sin be the first one to cast the stone. But don't go on your way to sin. He said to the woman, go your way, but sin no more. You continue. This glass, you can see it now. It looks very, hmm. even myself, I'm afraid now. What do you think? Don't you want to taste my sister? When, when your life is defiled, that's how people will treat you. Defilement makes you to walk like this in the community. Because people know your story. 
you are ashamed. You look down on yourself. You'll be unsure. Even when you are doing the right thing, you are unsure of yourself. That's what Satan wants about your life. He wants you to mess up your life to such an extent that you are afraid to do anything of worth. Come on to somebody. Can you tell your neighbor, do not defile yourself. My last point, and I will close. Daniel knew where he was at. He made, Daniel understood his level where he was. Most of us miss to know where we are. If you know where you are, you'll remain humble. He chose to be simple, not complicated. Some of us are complicated. Can you tell anybody you are complicated? Yeah. We are complicated. You know, I was looking at one, one woman, the way she was dressed, the way she was holding the... What do you call it? The bag had the name. I said, why didn't she hold it the other way around? But she held the bag. I'm being honest, yesterday she held the bag. This was a very big bag, very expensive. And then she had some things on her hands. Wow. This woman is rich. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Don't, don't complicate your life. Psalm 119, verse 130. The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. The last defilement is the defilement through the eye and your consciousness. You, you are defiled through the eye. I, I've always said to the brothers, if you see a beautiful woman, which are a lot of them today, every woman is beautiful. So you see the one that attracts you because we are told beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So let's say you are walking and she hits you. Say, wow. Give yourself only that look. Did you hear what I said? Can you tell your neighbor one look is enough? The second look is dangerous. Yes. After after she passed, after you pass, you pa. You are in trouble. (laughs) It's going to be imprinted in your mind. You must struggle to get it out. Come on to somebody. You tell your neighbor one look is enough. The eye makes you to bring things into your heart. Draws things much closer, much deeper into your heart. Titus chapter 1 verse 15 to 16. It says to the pure all things are pure. There are people who are not pure. So whatever that you do is unpure. You see, when, when you are an A1 brother, we always tell the sisters, don't allow a brother to take you to their room. As a woman, don't be fooled uh, at night, the brother to take you away from the crowd. Like, oh baby, let's take a stroll. Okay. It's a dangerous move. 
The first sexual encounter of a woman, most of the time, is a rape. Let me repeat it. The first, first encounter, sexual encounter of women is a rape. The girl was innocent. She, did, she was not aware what was going on. You go into the room, the boy will kiss you. While he kisses you, he's already penetrated you. And that might as well be your pregnancy, your first pregnancy. The boy, from the beginning, had the map in his head. They are not innocent as they look. Am I with somebody? When he walks with you and takes you away from the crowd, no, let's go, uh, you know, to that, that pole, that tree, and he touches you. Before you realize it, it has happened. The confusion about it is that it's because you are thinking, you get, the girl gets confused thinking, this is a person who loves me. So you don't know, do I report it? You are upset, you are afraid, you are scared. Am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? So girls, don't be a fool. Can you tell the girl sitting next to you, don't be a fool? Don't forget, we said in every relationship, women lose more in their relationship than men. Huh? The women lose what? More. It says, to the pure, all things are pure, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But even their mind and their conscience are defiled. They profess to know God, but in works, they defy him. Come to church, do all of these things, but our activity doesn't prove our love for God. Love yourself to say no. Can you tell your neighbor, love yourself to say no? Part of the problem and the difficulty we have is because we are unable to say no. You know, when we read the book of Job, it gives us a very good picture. Job 31, verse, verse 1. It says, I made a covenant with my eyes. Why then will I think upon a maiden? My other translation, let's see the next translation. What does it say? My translation, the New King James, say, uh, why will I last after a girl? Or after a young woman? Why will I last after a young woman? No, verse 1, my brother. I have made a covenant with my eyes. How then could I look at the young woman? Tell, tell your neighbor, I have made a covenant with my eyes. I will not last after a man or a woman. Let's read verse 8. Verse 8 says, let someone else eat what I have sown. No, no, let's go to verse 7, please. It says, if my steps has turned from, uh, sorry, if my steps has turned from the way my heart has followed my eyes or impurity has stained my hands. So here, Job is saying, if I followed what I saw, if I followed what I saw, that's why we always say, make a boundary. Words help us to make a boundary. 
You see, I had a friend who was married, and he always told me, I will never divorce. I have no intention to divorce. Even if my wife wants to divorce, I will make it difficult for her to divorce me. And he says, all in the house where I am, the, the walls of divorce are closed. There's no door, there's no window, everything. There's no chance for divorce. What was he saying? He was putting a very difficult position for himself. I will never divorce. Am I to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? So part of the choice is to speak about your life. Lord, this is what I want to do for the... I will keep my, my, my youthfulness. I will keep my virginity. I will surrender my life. Now, Job was saying... I've made a covenant with my eyes. If I have turned, if I have allowed my eyes and my, my heart has followed my eyes. Let's read verse 8. Then you'll understand what verse 8 says. Verse 8, please. Then let me sow. It says, let me plant and let another harvest or let another eat what I've sown. Yeah, let my offspring be rooted out. In other words, Job was saying, if I've, been, if I've been defiling others, may I be defiled. May I raise children that are not my own. It's a curse. Your wife tells you, it's your boy. It's your baby. And what do you say? That's my boy. <laughs> Let's do blood tests. I said, don't go home and say to your father, can we do blood tests? I know a family that was destroyed for that statement. A woman was giving her time to the husband. And somebody who was bold told the husband, these children are not yours. And he said it in front of the wife. He says, deny it. Deny I'm saying these are not these children. Deny. Go and take blood test. Let's prove it. It was daring the woman because the woman was on a high horse. It was humbling the woman. He says, you, you think we don't know. We see. And the men, the men went for blood tests. All the children were taken. His child was just one. The rest were not his. <laughs> I'm talking life, life, drama at the courts. But somebody, Jesus loves you and has a good plan for your life. The things we talk about, they are spirit and they are life. If you listen, you'll be wise. If you despise, you do it at your own peril. The things we say, they might tickle the ear. And that's why we want you to laugh along the way so that it's easy that the truth may sink because today what is not truthful is celebrated and what is truth is trashed out yes people will tell you this is a good relationship rubbish relationship they'll tell you it's a good relationship they'll say the constitution allows it it doesn't make it right I'm going to to somebody so when they went to court it was it was disaster I just said to this man, you know what? Me, I wouldn't do the test. These children, you raise them from forever. You don't know any other children. Yes, they might have different shades and different ears and noses. Give thanks to the Lord. You have got children. 
There are people who never have children and they will never have children and their cry is, Lord, give me a child. You, you have children. That family doesn't exist today. Totally, they divorced. They fought against each other. The men felt so aggrieved. But the man is not righteous. He had children as well. As well. I'm, totally, I'm telling the true story. The woman says, fine, I hear you. Don't you have children elsewhere? You are a player yourself. Tell your neighbor, don't be too righteous. Yes. Because in the church, everybody is righteous. That's not true. Jesus said, go and sin no more. Go and do what? Sin no more. May the Lord have mercy on us. Can we bow our heads together as we pray? I want you to pray for yourself. God loves you so much. God has a plan for your life. He says, my plan is that you may prosper and that you may succeed. We're going to pray. Every eye closed, every head bowed. We are praying. I want you to pray for yourself. Lord, I give myself to you. I pray that defilement may not be part of my life. That I may be honest, truthful in all that I do. Can we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today. We give you praise. We give you worship. We are happy and delighted. We are excited for this grace that you have extended to us. We pray this moment, oh God, touch us, transform us, renew us by your spirit, oh God. Lord, may you do a new thing in our life. May you transform this, your people, oh God. Even as we have heard your word, our sin is bare before us. We pray, Father, forgive us. We pray, Father, cleanse us. We pray, Father, show kindness towards us. We pray in the name of Jesus. Visit us, oh Father. We thank you for the blood that speaks for us. We thank you for Jesus who died for our sins. We worship you. Forgive us, O oh Father, in the name of Jesus. All eyes closed and all heads bowed. Maybe you are here, you are coming to church for the first time today. Or you have been coming to church. But you know deep down in your heart that you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I said all eyes closed, all heads bowed. You know that you have not made right with God. Today, you can make right with him. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have an everlasting life. I want to pray together with you today. If you say, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus. I want to be born again. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. I want God in my life. Lift up your hand right now and we'll pray together. Thank you for joining us with Apostle Vincent Luarte. For more life-transforming messages, connect with us on Twitter at ECCRSA and our YouTube channel at Emmanuel Christian Church HOJ.